comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Am I supposed to talk into the television? Does this transmit sound frequencies? Look into the monitor. Oh, there you are. Episode 262. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode, steal this podcast. Guys, in all seriousness, have online no really comments, steal this podcast. Have online comment sections become a joke? Have they? Have were when um, or when were they serious? It depends. Yeah, I'm starting this episode off uh, very well. Um, on the plus side, my we back. are eating on the Hold air on. again, so that's now, a that's good my sign. Back. I'm s- that's for JB. The, the magic is back. That's for JB right here. <laughs> this is for J Bob. Mm, that's a uh, homemade guacamole. Mm. Perhaps to the professor. It has the most important ingredient in it. She better hide. Is it love? Love? No, it's anthrax, actually. Oh, but, she uh, better hide. Professor? Love is the second most important ingredient. better hide the rest of that guacamole if you want some. I'm about to have a bun. Because <laughs> it's, it's pretty dang awesome. You know, uh, guacamole is full of flavor. And yes. Zest. Yes. It's... it's uh, it it supplements an exciting life, if you will. Mm. Okay, yeah. Welcome most, uh, to episode two sixty two. Yeah. Forums. Yeah. We do have stuff to talk about. Comment section. Sound like I've it. been. Yeah. We I got were, some. <clears throat> I have some comments about this topic. Mm-hmm. We um, recently, yes. for those who are not familiar, there's there's a festival in Austin, Texas, that starts off as a tech and it becomes a music festival. Uh, called South by Southwest. Right. So they just finished the tech side of it, which is where programmers go and they talk about apps and people trying Russell to Russell went so. to that. Yeah. And if you're a techie guy, a lot of fun. The music festival, I think, starts maybe today or tomorrow. I don't Not know. sure. Bruce Springsteen did a, a, a keynote for it today, I think. And it's getting a lot of raves about just Wait. the stuff he had to talk about. Who did? Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I've heard heard of him. We uh, we were listening to. I find him boring and pedantic. (laughs) Me too, brother. Pedantic, boring and pedantic, Lois. Do you even know what that means? (laughs) Pedantic. I love that word. Pedantic. (laughs) Hey, it's my turn to play. Speaking of boring and pedantic, Lois, I just finished watching my volume nine of Family Guy. DVDs, delicious. I, I I I get my Family Guy, not when it airs, but after okay. I buy the DVDs. Okay. And um, <clears throat> I just watched the one, the big murder mystery one. You guys, oh yeah, yes. this? it's called. Yes. Um, I watch them when they air. And then there were fewer. Yeah. But they killed main characters. How awesome is that? Is that yeah. great? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, That's, um, a couple. I guess it was last season. American yeah. Dad. Had an episode where they were guaranteed to kill ninety nine characters <laughs> in that thirty minute show, and okay. they were going to be gone forever. And they and w- at th- through the duration of the show, they killed off one or two just kind of minor characters that yeah. you know, you've seen before and stuff. And then at the very end, they had a bus. I think it ran through a mall and oh, blew no. up, and then the, and then they just hit it to, at ninety nine. <laughs> For those who don't watch American Dad, that that is probably one of the most <clears throat> underrated funny shows that is out there because it's just this nice scripted comedy. It's, it reminds me a little bit of um, King of the Hill. King of the Hill was just 
great just See, little I, show. I've tried yeah. American Dad that, and it didn't do has, anything for me. I, yeah, it has this it has this writing that's just wonderfully sarcastic, and there's double and triple entendres, and there is, you know, there's this whole thing about this whole episode where involving Hershey Park and cyborgs and just great lines <laughs> in it that you know you can't say because there's just they were just too funny and yeah. it's just to me it's just it's what just one of those shows it's always under the radar but it always delivers my favorite scene in that one episode of Family Guy and then there were fewer <clears throat> was when they killed spoiler alert they killed Mort's wife yeah i can't remember Poor her Mort. name Mort Goldman and she wife. has stayed dead by the way yeah, yeah. Um, but he goes, she was on the ground and he, she had a knife in her back and he was like, she was so beautiful. She was so generous. We were married. <laughs> it's like he couldn't. Well, they had uh, uh, two weeks ago, um, they had a, uh, a family guy episode where, uh, Peter and, um, uh, they they tried to help Mort uh, get his uh, his pharmacy back oh, off the ground yeah, because it was the, failing. The insurance fraud because, episode. Uh, because my wife was a genius at overcharging customers. Right. <laughs> they, they referenced that, too, in that episode. Okay, yeah. She was... He was mad at her for some reason because of something she did at the farm. And she said, I overcharge the customers. And he goes, I forgive you. <laughs> yeah. So... But yeah, he he wasn't uh, he wasn't making the bills because uh, he couldn't overcharge his customers enough, right? And, uh, so uh, they ended up uh, burning down the pharmacy because the way she would do it was customers would undress her with their oh, eyes, right. see what was there, and, <laughs> and then, then re-dress quickly her. redress her yeah. with their eyes because. And while they were doing, doing that, that, she would she, overcharge. Yeah. Them. <laughs> we were married. Anyway. <laughs> So, um, let's talk about South by Southwest. Yeah, sorry about that. And you know, there's a festival in Dallas this weekend, uh-huh. also that goes by those initials S B S W. It's called South by So What. <laughs> that my that does sound like. And Dallas. my daughter's going to it. Okay, to see a concert. Is there anything like uh, thirty? Was it uh, there's there's also a festival up in uh, Denton. Uh, was it thirty five Denton? Is that the name? Oh, of it? Yeah, 35 yeah, 35 North, something like that. But uh, Jesus and Mary Chain right, is playing they, a free show up there. That's that interests me. I, it might be worth going out. I mean, I'm I not going to go because I think it was I've, last weekend. Okay, I would say I've you know I've got things to do, so I'm not going to go to it. Places um, to go, and but people yeah, to see. man, the, if um, I was still in college, I'd be there, man. So your daughter's going to that to that concert? Is it because that South by Southwest has become too commercial? No, man. but she didn't have any idea that there was yeah. a festival called okay. South by Southwest. Oh my goodness. But no, so South by Southwest. South by Southwest has become extremely commercial. It was a little hippie hangout about mm-hmm. ten years ago or so, um, but it's now gotten to the point where uh, um, even even music elitists, music nerds, if you will, mm-hmm. are starting to. I mean, there's plenty of people down there. It's not going away anytime soon. If anything, it's getting bigger every single year. But you know, like I said, the the, the local elitists are getting to the point where it's like I'm not going down there and you know dealing with that crowd and paying the two hundred and forty five dollars or whatever it is for the bracelet that doesn't even guarantee you entrance into all the shows like you would even be able to get up there you know like you'd be able to get up to the stage at all these shows you know if you could it's um it reminds me a little bit of like when sundance was first starting out just this nice little film festival and now it's become this huge thing exactly now there's alternatives to what was originally an alternative yeah um, I don't blame them, you know, because ideally everyone wants to be that successful, and they want that festival to be very successful. And well, yeah, it's, it's and, very yeah, and and what I mean, what's going to happen is it's going to become the establishment, and then another festival yeah. will come take its place, and then South by Southwest will go away, and then something else will come, and then that'll grow, and then that will become the establishment, and then it, the cycle. You know, it's this cycle that just. Why repeats. did you bring it up in the first place? Because. At the uh, edge, did you have something to say, Bill? Um, I was just going to uh, mention that um, a, another version of uh, guacamole uh, called mantequilla de pobre is uh, translated as poor man's butter. <laughs> so I thought you'd like to know. <laughs> I didn't I'm about know. To go I, back in there and get some more poor man butter. I didn't know that. Uh, that is a mixture of avocado, tomato, oil, and citrus juices. And I don't know why this line is in here, but it predates the arrival of cattle in the Americas. 
That's weird because y- you would uh-huh. think that, I mean, butter isn't really that expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the the poor man's water. Yes. What's weird is it's written by a guy named James Beard and the uh, title of the book, he's a, he's um, a, done by Bloomsbury Publishing, by the way, so that's, that's odd, is uh, called Beard on Food. Beard is a, is Which a is well-known well cook. Is like, it? Yeah, back from the 90s. He was, yeah. he's a French guy, I believe. Or no, he does a lot of French cuisine. Okay. Apparently, he's the dean of American cooking. Yeah. Okay. But still, beard on food. <laughs> That's a disgusting concept. <laughs> Do you, I mean, you know, you're, you're writing a book about guacamole, and the title of the book is Beard on Food. So, you know, what visual is coming to your mind here? Some big hairy guy dipping his chin in. Yeah, I mean, you're freaking, you got freaking. It adds flavor. Yeah, you got freaking Dumbledore straining, straining freaking pot roast like baleen through his whiskers okay, or what, something. What was your original point? Okay, so at this show, this was from CNN.com. You came out plugged, is that okay? Yeah. That's okay. No. Uh, in the early days of the internet, there was hope that that this new tool of global communication would lead us to thoughtful sharing and discussions on its most popular sites. Well, a decade later, the very idea is laughable, says Gawker Media founder Nick Denton. It didn't happen, says Denton. Those properties include the blogs like uh, Jezebel, Gizmodo, io9. It's a promise that that has not that so not has happened that people don't even have ambition for it anymore. The idea of capturing the intelligence of the readership, it's a joke. Denton was speaking at the South by Southwest Interactive, uh, the annual festival devoted to web culture. He said commenting on his own sites, which he uh, seems, uh, which he seem makes, wait, he said that the commenting on his own site, which makes him cry, has gotten so bad that he doesn't even engage anymore. I don't like going to the comments. For every two comments that are interesting, even if they're critical, you want to engage with them. Uh, then there are eight off-topic or just toxic. And then the rest goes on, but you get the idea. Um, it's rare that you see constructive conversations going on in in. Uh, any kind of comment section or talk back or anything like that nowadays. Are, are you familiar with the uh, on YouTube the concept of uh, reply girls? Have you heard of this concept? Mm, can't say that I have. Okay, so th- and this goes along the same lines of what we're talking about about negative comments and stuff like that. Um, reply girls are basically women who uh, who make a comment on a video or something, but. The the camera or they really show off their cleavage. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're talking. You're not talking about. You're talking about girls that make videos where. You know, you're not where talking about an actual comment. No. Uh, well, the, these are comment videos, but but they're yeah. Men. But it's a video. It's yeah, not a. It's, it's, it's not a, a text comment. Right. This right. is on YouTube. I'm speaking of YouTube. No, I I I know what you're talking about now. And and so th- all these women do is they're called reply girls. Is they make these videos. They don't even necessarily say anything. They know how to tag the videos so that they will come up. Right. A lot. Uh, people click on it because of the cleavage shots. Right. And what these women end up doing is is YouTube ends up uh, partnering with them because a lot of people are viewing their, their video and they become enterprise people and they end up making money through advertising because of it. And their videos absolutely say nothing. But because you clicked on it and maybe you watched three or four seconds of it, right. that's, inclu- that's an advertisement that, that benefits them. Right. Um, it's kind of gotten to the point to where co- comments have become this totally commercial thing or total negative thing and the whole intellectual side of it which when i say intellectual i mean just some type of conversation is just lost you rarely rarely see that and i think it's because of the anonymity that the internet provides it's interesting um so apparently uh um i'm trying to figure out where the uh where the war is coming from but uh um YouTube has announced that they are creating algorithms. This uh, this article uh, came out on the 13th of March, by the way, so it's pretty recent. Um, so apparently, <laughs> that it looks like I mean, YouTube uh, YouTube is getting death threats in order to get YouTube to do something about this phenomenon. 
Um, and it looks like YouTube is responding, uh, getting ready to make changes to the algorithm that determines which videos appear in the related and recommended videos. So clearly, you know, these people are sly enough that they're they're getting their they're getting their tags and stuff, like you said, yeah. um, to where their videos appear in lots of other places. And it even even says that you know they're posting pointless video replies, prominently featuring their 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 uh, well oh their cleavage yeah and and, and cleavage if you if, nice. if you give me a a couple moments I could probably find mm-hmm. uh, this bit on the story where they were talking about which I found fascinating yeah. but also falls under the things about comments in fact Brad yeah. if you want to talk about how you feel about comments I so, could look for this so story. part of the outrage is that uh, you go to YouTube and you uh, want to search for a uh, video featuring a puppy playing with a baby. Or maybe a video game walkthrough, and somehow these people are sly enough that they're figuring out how to get these Reply Girl uh, videos um, onto those pages, you know, onto the, the related videos. Um, so uh, apparently, the uh, Reply Girls are not very happy about this. Um, uh, one of the uh, uh, maybe the Reply Girl, Alejandra, the Reply Girl, upon hearing news of this change, uploaded a very emotional video about how the Reply Saga is over. Um, according to this article, this is a big deal for her. She is, has used YouTube as a means of rising above the poverty line and is counting on it for income. And uh, I don't really feel like playing the video here, but um, um, I, I don't understand how... I mean, I understand that you do make money at some point off YouTube. I mean, if you have enough hundreds of thousands or millions of hits or whatever, you do start getting some kind of kickback. I guess it's... it's uh, you, you're sharing in the advertising revenue or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> just, I uh, did find a story. I find that really amazing. She, um, well, yeah, I have a YouTube account, you know, <clears throat> where I post. Right. And how much money have you made off the millions of hits our videos have generated? Well, I've not, <laughs> I've not signed up for that deal, but, okay. you know, I did get the notice okay. that said, hey, you know, you can monetize your... Okay. Your videos by allowing us to advertise on them, and I'm like, why would anybody care about what I post on YouTube? Well, but then it, it, it's, but it's, also it's, why it, why would it, anybody care if there's a freaking ad banner on the page because you're going to ignore it anyway? Um, it's yeah. it's well, uh, it, with media like that, it's it's more about um, being seen. Like, like right. with billboards are interesting in that you, there's not a lot of um, recall on billboards, but the fact that you see it, people are willing to pay for it. Like you can. How many times have you driven by, seen a billboard, seen a web address, goes, oh, that sounds interesting, and then forget to look at it when you get home because right. there's Every just day. not that recall. Yeah, there's Well, but, but again, yeah, I drive by a, the, yeah. by a billboard, and I'll see it, and I'll go, dang, I meant to look at that yeah. yesterday. <laughs> and and the, then I forget it. But people still pay a lot of money just for yes. you to see that. And, and the banner ads kind of work on that same principle. It, it doesn't matter that you remember it it's just the fact that you see it and if you see it enough yeah maybe eventually it's subliminal almost yeah Yeah. um Um, there's a billboard still up on 35 i think it's still up um i don't remember looking at last time i drove up uh, 35 but for months um the it was a skyrim uh billboard Mm -hmm. and it's a skyrim 11 11 11 and i'm sitting here looking at this thing in like february going are we ready to change this thing out yet? No? We still good? Still still all right with the, the Skyrim uh, billboard? I think that might actually still be up. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me a whole lot. Hey, let me let me play this part for you. It'll only be a couple minutes. I want to know what the algorithm Phoebe is if they're changing. She's on the Wikimedia Foundation board. She is also a librarian at the University of California. This is the end of, of one of the stories, so... Okay, here it comes. Okay. This is on the media, by the way. Imagine you're watching a viral video on YouTube. Maybe something like a kid hilariously hopped up on drugs after a dental procedure. Wanting to see more kids hopped funny. up on drugs videos, you look to the right of the screen at the list of related videos suggested by YouTube. One of them stands out, though, because not only is it apparently related, it features some serious cleavage. So <laughs> you click on it. And you get something like this. The monkey video? Yeah, the, the monkeys. They, they're going crazy. So hi guys, I just saw this video. And it's of this epic handshape, like the title said. The guys go around dancing and stuff. Um, actually, I was looking at this um, 
trailer for it, and I thought it was awesome. You've just encountered what is known as a reply girl. <laughs> Women who have gamed the Google algorithm with a combination of clever tagging and the ultimate click candy, breasts. And they've made serious money doing it to the chagrin and sometimes outrage of other YouTubers. Dear Reply Girls, I am fed up of going to watch the latest Yogg's Cast adventure only to be shocked by a massive pair of boobs along the side of the screen. Whoever the is making these videos, I'm sorry. When I click on a video and I want to see maybe, you know, some related videos and all I see is your f is so annoying. YouTube aficionados ordinarily use reply videos to communicate with each other on the video sharing site, either to respond to or parody or critique an original video. That is, says Daily Dot writer Frugina Erdig, until reply girls crowded out the legitimate replies. They reply to every popular video in a low-cut top, and they make sure that their breasts are in focus, and this means that the top of their heads are cut off. And they figured out that if they copy the tags on the video, that their video will appear on the right side of the screen at the very top, and people will click on them because they're showing their cleavage. Because they're making so many videos a day, sometimes they don't really have time to watch the video or to think too much about what they're saying, so they will just talk for about a minute. Sometimes they won't even say anything, and they even begin to make robots, like an animated woman with text-to-voice speech. My Xbox got the death rings yesterday, and now I'm watching this video of my life. A lot of times... There you go. And, uh, the I'm going to start doing on. that, wearing a low-cut <laughs> top and just making yeah. videos. There you go. But, but, I mean, isn't that fascinating? They go on to say just how, and no matter how much you hate it and stuff, you still people still click on it. They know what they're getting into, but it's that draw of seeing uh, seeing the cleavage that you want to go, and you click it, and that's how these people stay in business. That, you know, <laughs> as reprehensible as that is, it's actually very smart. Yeah. It's clever. I don't know if smart's a good word, but... Well, no, it's, it's it's smart. They're making it, money off yeah, of it. Yeah, it's clever. It's very forward-thinking. And um, in, in a lot of ways, that that dovetails into the whole negativity on comments that that you see on board. It's, it's just, I mean, they provide nothing. Those videos provide well, nothing to the viewer. The, the these comments these negative comments provide nothing to the reader other than just to get annoyed the um the, uh one of the uh youtube channel the reply girl okay it's entitled the reply girl encounters a hater it's 22 seconds long i, I don't know that we need to listen to it but the responses um <laughs> one of them is says uh, die in a hole right now um another one says show some blanks um another one says show your blanks they're the only good thing you have um another one says everyone hates you how do you not realize that's you why you um another one says blank review people another one says honestly thought the thumbnail was a parody with a guy with uh, lopsided fake blanks and uh, makeup and a wig on <laughs> another one says one we can hardly understand you two you say things relevant to the topic that guy summed up his thoughts uh, crystallized his thoughts quite well i thought and uh, my favorite one um by my name is leroy jenkins says everyone hates you b word uh gtfo my related videos so um that doesn't seem like very relevant uh talk back uh not very relevant forum no, conversation it's not adding a lot to the uh to the discussion that America could be having about some important topic and and honestly i'd I'd never heard of this um until uh oh, I don't know about uh how far into this episode are we <laughs> yeah um, I've never heard of the concept of of reply girls, but you've kind I've of blown seen my it. mind man yeah. I just didn't know what that was called okay <clears throat> I think the it, it tells me that I don't spend much time on YouTube. Sorry, YouTube. I think the answer to to combat this is to just not click on those videos that you know are obviously you know you can see that that's that's almost like saying don't look at the car wreck, which we all do. Like as we're driving down the road, I'm not going to look at the car wreck. There's a car wreck up there. I'm just going to drive by. Right. And then right. Inevitably, you end up looking at it, well, and you end hey. up slowing down, and you end up. And it it's just one of those things. It's human sure. nature. You can't. You pull that old Stop milk it. out of the fridge, you know it's sour, but don't you have to pop the lid off and smell it before you smell throw it, it away? You have to smell uh. it. You can't get around that. 
it's human nature. You've, you've got to look. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and, and I think that's, that's what happened here. You know, there's, there's uh, on the epi- on the Simpsons, on one of the commentaries back when the internet really started to, to gain momentum and stuff, these message mm-hmm. boards would come up. One of the writers was really excited about this concept about, well, like, wow, we can hear from people and see what they're saying about the <laughs> okay. show and stuff. And it, you know, we'll get communication and stuff. And then after a couple of years, he realized it was pointless because no matter what the episode was about, people hated it. It was, and it, they were just negative and you can't yeah. do anything right. Well, I mean, if the point of a talkback forum is to try and change people's minds, haven't we figured out by now that that's usually not going to happen? I mean, some people who are literally ignorant, and I don't mean stupid, I mean uninformed, you can sometimes change someone's mind by giving them facts they did not have. But the vast majority of people out there have got their minds made up. And unfortunately, the vast majority of people out there have got all the information they want. You know, So it, it, it's unfortunately increasingly rare that people are willing to accept information that doesn't jive with their current worldview. And uh, that's a drag. I, I'm one of those people that I do enjoy um, learning that things aren't quite the way I thought they were. Um, unfortunately, it's usually for the worse. But uh, you know, that's, uh, that, that's my uh, cross to bear. You know, with comment sections, it's it's easy, you know, and we've talked about it before. And mm-hmm. I've, I've actually, you know, been a part of, of the problem. Uh, okay. You know, I've I made a video where I just dis- where I expressed my uh, anger or whatever, use whatever <laughs> adjective yeah. or noun you want to use my disgust with what they did, you know, with the whole Spider-Man. Right. One more day thing. It was one of your brightest shining moments, I thought. Well, maybe maybe that makes me part of the problem. <laughs> um, you know, it's easy to to make videos like that and complain about something. It's mm-hmm. easy to comment on articles and uh, you know be negative. It's easy to comment on another comment and say, you know, hey, uh, you know, ramp it up, sixty-seven. You're stupid. Yeah. Your take on this subject is wrong, and this is how it really is. So. Well, I mean, if people got to the, and this is how it really is, that'd be better. But it's so easy in this anonymous, you know, talkback world we live in to just say, you're an idiot. You know, you're stupid. That's easy. It, it takes like, you have to type like eight characters, right. you know, and you can write, you're stupid. Okay, that's, that's more than eight. But you get the drift. Um, it is very difficult to elucidate your opinion clearly. And I just... You know, my impression is that there are far too many people in this day and age who just they don't want to spend the energy on it. You know, I why mean, why is it so easy to spend energy on being negative? Why is it easier to to do that than it is to spend the energy on being positive? How well, come I haven't made a video and put it on YouTube where I talk about how awesome I thought this one thing that happened in this comic book was? Well, it's clear. I mean, I, I think that. I think that, you know, and I'm, I'm just guessing here, I'm not a scientist, but I think that goes back to the limbic system of the human being. I mean, you know, the, the most basic emotions that you have are the strongest. And those are, you know, what fear and fear and love, basically, um, you know, uh, a caveman, a caveman didn't get all, you know, hot and bothered because it was a really nice day outside. A caveman got hot and bothered because, holy crap, a mountain lion just came into my cave. You know, it's like, you know, it's, it's flight or fight, you know, I mean, that, that's what, that's what really gets the heart pumping. And I think people still respond to that. I mean, we unfortunately have not moved that far from our caveman ancestors. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would give that some weight, but I actually, I, I actually think it's, it's an opportunity for someone to voice an opinion where they maybe didn't have an opportunity to do it before. Mm-hmm. And, and. You know, unfortunately, you do get people who do say things like, you know, hey, that's a great video or, you know, I really enjoyed that. But yeah. a, a, a vast majority, I mean, you can look anywhere on YouTube. It's just this is dumb. That's stupid. And you're stupid. I think it gives people the sense that they have power where they have none. And that's that's absolutely a good point. I mean, there there's nothing worse in this world as a person than feeling powerless over your environment or the people around you. Um, you know, that's why. You know, that's why the, the, the poor person at the grocery store or whatever takes down on the lady who's obviously rich. You know, they you want to you want to you want some power over your life. And a lot of times that leaves you grasping at straws. 
um, long before the computer age came about, uh, um, it's been well known in, in you know advertising and marketing circles that you know negative word of mouth is not necessarily uh, more powerful than positive word of mouth, but it's absolutely a, a demonstrated fact that say say you have a hundred people go into a restaurant and you know they have either a good experience or a bad experience just just for sake of this example say that nobody has a middle of the road experience everybody either has a horrible time or a great time at the restaurant um for every one person who says something good about the restaurant who may write a letter you know to the corporation or or tell their friends that they had a really good time there will be 10 people i mean the ratio is 10 to 1 10 people will voice a negative opinion of something to every one person who will voice a positive opinion and I mean, a lot of why it, is that so easy though? Why shouldn't we, as human beings who want to try well, to make the world better for ourselves and our loved ones, shouldn't we? You should, but you're. But, why is it so easy to get angry and express disappointment and anger instead of saying, "Man, yeah, you know, I loved whatever." You know, it. Going back to your point about. Mm-hmm feeling like you have power when you have none. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was exhilarating for me to rip that comic book up on video knowing I was going to put it on Facebook. Cool. You know, thinking if Joe Quesada only saw this, yeah, then he would feel maybe what I'm so upset about. Well, you I- know, but if <clears throat> you know, and and I didn't think of it to say yes, please. You bring that and, in here for us. Oh, and, that's awesome. And honestly, I I don't think that you should feel bad about what you did because it would be different if you bought one issue of Spider-Man and said, this sucks. I'm going to make a video and tell everybody that this sucks. You know, no, you, you have been buying Spider-Man comics for the, the majority of your life. I mean, more than half of the life you've spent on this planet, you've been buying Spider-Man comics and you frankly, you felt, you felt betrayed. You know, it was such, it was such a crazy almost out of left field plot development that changed the paradigm of the Spider-Man character forever. And I don't blame you for feeling okay, put off. I it's can... like, it's like the people who are completely upset about, you know, the new 52, you know, it's like, I don't blame people for being upset about it. I also don't blame people for being okay with it. But the, the idea that one of the things that the internet has done is it has, it has given people a, a footing where they all of a sudden can have a voice where you never would have had a voice before. I mean, you could write a letter to the editor. I mean, many people did, but again, it's so much easier to, you know, put up a YouTube video or to, you know, write an email than it was to, you know, actually sit down, write a letter, put a stamp on it, throw it in the mail, wait for it to show up at the office. Maybe the secretary at, uh, you know, at Marvel Inc. would pass it along. Maybe she'd just dump it straight in the trash. Um, you know, the idea that, that you know for a fact that you can have your voice heard these days is a pretty powerful idea. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of lowest common denominator uh, actually utilize that idea. I mean, there's there's just not enough invention and creativity and 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 reasonable rational thought. You came so close to your phone yeah, with that. So close, jeez. Um, Guacamole. So I guess the the, the question is. Um, I mean, I think if what 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 makes some comments valid and some or some have value and some don't. I mean, well, taking the other side of it, doesn't the guy who's very negative deserve to have his comment equally as you know display well, his comment equally as anyone else? I mean, it depends. You know, do you do you want to put a cutoff at you know an objective comment versus a subjective comment? Well, I guess an opinion is always going to be subjective. There's no way around that. So, well, we just blew that theory out of the water. Um, but if no, your the, comment consists of, of this only, yeah, you people are dorks, right? You know that guy is an idiot. That that's not <laughs> a worthwhile, constructive, negative comment it, dur- during the show. And I've done this plenty of times. And may I say that you ran that out of context, <laughs> just, just for the record. Um, you know, when we would talk about movies, Brad, or something like that, and you said you wouldn't like it, I would always challenge you with, "Well, why didn't you like it?" You know, trying to get that, yes. trying to get more out of just it was right, dumb. right, right. And that's that's just for more discourse. Just it's easy to say this is dumb. Yeah, this is stupid. Brad uh, Brad saw it a second time. He gave it a second shot. He didn't like it. Yeah, so it's done. You know he, what? We're good with it. Yeah, yeah. 
And you know, uh, you know, everybody doesn't have to like everything. I mean, we can all certainly agree on that. That's, hey, that's nobody the doesn't easiest. like Sarah Lee. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Call back. No, no matter how painful that double negative may be to people who truly appreciate grammar, like me. You know, we have a a forum mm-hmm. for the HHW LOD Podcast Network and for other shows that aren't on our network. Yeah, it's a it's an impressive collection of forums. And, and we're not the only impressive collection of forums. Right. Um, we sprang from the Comic Geek Speak Forum. Yes. You know, and... Um, was that the Comic Forums? Yes. Okay. It was not originally called that. But, okay. But yeah, that's what it's called now. Right. So, And that's one of the few places that is is different, in my experience, as far as mm-hmm. the people that regularly post there and their interactions with each other and their well thought out comments and it's it's not a bunch of dorks making dumb comments you know there's there's actual discourse going on and back and forth and and i i haven't um i haven't talked about uh the great uh jim shooters column in a while now but uh one of the things i find most fascinating is that his articles are are pretty pretty lengthy i mean it's it's a good read. You know, I mean, it's like reading a magazine article. It's not just a blog post. Um, but the comments, it could oftentimes, back, back in the day when I would sit down and I would, for lunch, oftentimes I would read the article and then I would spend the rest of my lunch period reading uh, the, the comments and I would not get to the end of the comments before my lunch was over. Um, I mean, and, and, you know, there's still going to be negative Nellies. You know, there's still going to be people saying that, you know, the subject you talked about sucks and these people are idiots. But for the most part, people put out really rational arguments. I mean, they were trying to discuss it, not argue about it. And I think maybe that maybe doesn't necessarily come to the crux of the discussion here. But the fact that that there are fewer people willing to discuss something and have the information that they have to base their opinion on changed um, versus people who just want to argue about things. And, and it, needless to say, the anonymity of the Internet makes it so much easier just to be, you know, a, a, a jerk. Uh, I, I, do, I do somewhat get annoyed with, with the people who are obviously baiting for a fight. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and yeah, every so often you'll see that. You'll, you will, you know, something, you know, if, if everyone likes it, this guy has to hate it just to have a, uh, an argument with someone. And then you can, uh, and then someone, and then Godwin's Law comes into place, which, do you guys know what Godwin's Law is? Or Stop God- making me feel dumb. <laughs> Can't I'm, say that I do. It's, it's a rule about forums, and I want to look it up before I, uh, because I want to get it right, because it's, pr- it's very accurate. Um, it'll take me a moment to look it up. So. Frank's typing on an iPad, so it takes him like eight times longer than a regular keyboard. <laughs> Do you have the uh, click click? Does the iPad have uh, the swipe method, like Androids do? Um, I'm sure it's an add-on, but I, I don't know. It's called I swipe. <laughs> <laughs> I wipe. I thought that's what you do after you have a number two. Let's that's I sweep a. Okay, let's see. Excuse me, package for Mister Asswipe Johnson. It's I sweep a. <laughs> Godwin's law. Rob Schneider's best moment is a humor is a humorous observation made by Mike Godwin in 1990. That has become uh, an internet adage. It states... What a glory hound. As an online discussion grows longer, the probability of a comparison involving Nazis or Hitler approaches <laughs> okay. one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> which, which, and you see this all the time, uh, you know, a, a discussion goes on and on and then finally goes, well, yeah, well, you know, of course Hitler did this and then... Once it reaches that point, there's no sense of going on because the, yes. the discussion, according to this law, has just reached yes. rock bottom. That's the point where you go, the sketch has been abandoned. Yes. That's your uh, Monty Python reference of the night. In other words, God, Godwin observes that given enough time in any online discussion, regardless of topic or scope, someone inevitably criticizes some point made in the discussion by comparing its beliefs to, to those held by either Hitler or the Nazis. You know, Newsarama used to have <clears throat> a comment section under each of their stories. Okay. They don't do it anymore? It's hidden. It's not hidden, but you have to click a link, and it'll okay. take you to the comment section. Is it heavily moderated, maybe? I don't know, but it's my belief that to this day, it's my belief to this day that 
the reason that happened is because, and at one point you and I had talked about we doing talked an about, episode. Well, we talked about doing a skit where it was just like, let's read this week's negative comment from News Arama. Right. Okay. <laughs> it was like they would post a story and then, you know, 99% of the comments on that story yeah. were just a bunch of numbnuts being negative and yeah. like you said with the anonymity of the internet it's easy to do well and part and of it so I, and i really believe that the powers that be at newsarama said we can't have all this negative stuff right there below our story right let's hide it or let's make it somebody at least click through wants to get to it that actually makes plenty of sense um well I, and it's it's odd that that different websites um, seem to have different populations on their forum pages because, you know, for us, I've I think we've we've had uh, you know comments posted you know relating to our shows that may not have been glowingly positive and they don't all have to be, but we've never had just just negative jerks you know just you know this this is a drag and you people are wasting my time and you know why do we even bother we've never ever had that. On one of our, our forum pages that I remember, and I do read, uh, I don't respond nearly as often as I should, but I do read um, those uh, those forums um, pretty much all the time. Now, conversely, go to uh, go to Ain't It Cool News or Ain't It You know Ain't It Cool dot com, and I'm not trying to single them out. You know, they're far from the only one, but but the idea that you know you're going to get a, a reasoned discussion on that, um, you know, that's a good place if you're looking for if you're looking for the, the the veritable lowest common denominator of, you know, talk back opinionators, then that's I a good place never to go. wanted to reach through the internet and <laughs> strangle somebody so much <laughs> as I do when I read a talk back thread on ain't cool news. Well, because it's frustrating to get through for one thing. Um, it's a horrible setup. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, the way the machinery works, it's difficult to roll through all the opinions, but when I see and I don't go to the I don't I'm one of those people that when I'm I read, go right now and find something to read when I read uh, when I read an article you know on a web page if it has a talk back attached to it unless I'm just rushed for time I will usually scroll down that talk back and at least read some of it just because I'm I'm crazy enough to be interested in what the common man thinks about things and you know it's it seems like it's usually. It's usually a futile exercise on uh, AinItCool.com. Yeah. And that's kind of a drag. Um, conversely, you know, again, on uh, you know Jim Shooter's page, uh, the talkbacks are frequently illuminating. They will frequently um, link you to, to something that supports their theory or something that supports, you know, what Jim was saying. I, I find the talkbacks, I find Shooter's talkbacks you know, oftentimes can, can breed minor little revelations. It's like, I really hey, truly didn't know that. Shooter! Want to go to Red Lobster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to be a hater. I think I'm just making, I think I'm making observations. I don't think I'm being critical. Um, that, that's my intent. Um, because, again, you know, the idea that you have to be erudite and you have to come out with a cogent response and you have to base your opinions on on you know logical points of view no none of that's true you know if you truly believe that this sucks and you know people are going to hate it and why are they even making this movie eh, go ahead and write it you know i mean you know hopefully you read fast enough you can get past that stuff quickly you know i'm, I'm just, i don't participate enough in our own forum okay and i'm going to make a, a commitment you know to the listeners and to you guys and the, the guys that built our went to all the trouble to even actually built our dang forum. You know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I've been, yeah, lack- we just had them in studio a week ago. I've been lacking in participating in that forum and I want to get back to that. Um, I checked it tonight after it's embarrassing to say four or five months. Okay. I mean, I haven't looked at it. I used to post a thread on there each time we would post a new episode of half hour wasted. Yep. I've just stopped doing that for whatever reason. And, and I'm not proud of that, but, um, you know, there's stuff, there's still conversations going on on there that, that, you know, we really should be a part of. And, you know, I want to get back to doing that. So, and yeah, there isn't a whole lot of conversation on our board mainly. I mean, maybe it's because, you know, we don't, 
participate a whole bunch. And Maybe I, it's because nobody listens to the show. I don't know, but I mean, I've always felt slightly responsible too because I do read the forums, but I rarely go, "Oh man, if I want to respond to this or I want to put my own two cents in, I'm going to have to like put in my log. I'm going to have to remember what my login and password are first, and then I'm going to have to actually like formulate my opinion, and then I'm going to have to well, type you know, it out and uh, just be so much like easier just to not do it. It sounds like an so excuse, but it's actually the truth when it comes. to to, to me and my participation in, in message boards in general. Uh-huh. I'm not good with words. I'm just not. I'm not going to try to play like I am. I'm, but I mean, you speak with pizzazz. No, I don't. That's the thing. And it's hard for me to form a coherent thought speaking, and it's difficult for me to actually write out a complete sentence that makes sense. And it's real easy to say, I liked it. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I thought it sucked. My- and, and then to... To give to back it up with any kind of coherent thought is difficult for me. I know what I like and what I don't like, and yeah. sometimes that's all that that I can voice. You know what I mean? That's all yeah. I can say about it. It felt right, Brian. It yeah. felt right. Yeah. So yes, it's 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 easy to avoid the message boards when I don't feel like I'm intelligent enough to actually type two or three sentences and explain yeah. why I liked it. Well, my my ego is so bloated that I always enjoyed reading the the comments on our shows, and there wouldn't be just you know hundreds of them. There might be eight, ten, twenty, something like that. But it was always nice to to read, you know, someone saying, "Hey, that was a great point that Brad brought up," or you know, I think you know, I love it when Frank and Bill get into a fist fight. You know, I just that that kind of stuff. You know, I guess my my bloated ego, you know, uh, appreciates the fact that, um, you know, people are out there and, you know, you're, you're, you're giving somebody enough of a thrill that it is spurring them to take the time to remember their username and password and actually form a coherent sentence, you know, because in my own experience, that's harder to do than, than you might think. My, uh, my, you can't tell your web browser to remember that stuff. (laughs) I know. I know. I just need to do that. My, my, my experience with, with forums and stuff is, is I wanted to at least, uh, in general, I always e- either wanted to spur, you know, make a point mm-hmm. or um, or make someone laugh, you know, try, try to do a one-liner that I feel is, is appropriate yes. and stuff like that. But I try not to, I, I, I try not to be that guy who just kind of goes out and just kind of goes, yes, or <laughs> that's cool, which you see a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I mean... <laughs> That's someone who wants to be part of the conversation. I get that, but it's yeah. you know when you have to scroll through it and there's you know oh okay yeah that that guy seemed to like it okay you know and it's just you want discussion sometimes yes. or you want something that that you know when people get to the roots of of what something is about and finding you know hidden meanings or you know and people people go oh I didn't even see that that made that's so obvious the uh, the one thing that pops in my mind was that there was that one uh, issue of. It might have been, I'm trying to remember the event, but it involved um, Superboy and someone had discovered that there was a correlation between Superboy and how it reflected back on the fanboy. And they, <laughs> oh, they had all these so cases the Superboy on Prime, maybe? Yeah, Superboy it was Prime. Superboy okay, Prime, yeah. and he was whining and complaining oh, about... Yeah. How things weren't going his way, I just, right? I just reread that was Jeff Johns. I just reread Legion of Three Worlds a month or so ago. Jeff Johns wrote that, yeah. As a, as a, you know, I can only imagine a, 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 a passive aggressive swipe at fanboys. fanboys. Yeah. And when I, when I first, I just like that, that big word, passive aggressive. <laughs> nice. And I believe, good job. I actually used it correctly. Uh, you did. You when I first it. read that read that book, you know, thought it was interesting, enjoyed it, went to the forum to see what other people say. Some guy posted something about this deconstruction of it, and I was like, holy crud, there is a lot of meaning in here that I missed. And reading what this guy had to say, and I went back, and I was like, oh my gosh. You know, and it was it was so well <laughs> written and Eureka. so well articulated, and it just, and people were just going left and right and talking about it, and I seem to remember there were some couple guys who were just like, dude, it's just a comic book, you know? <laughs> and well, like, yes, on, it why, is just a comic book. Why are you taking away this fun, you know, exercise yeah. in this? I mean, if that's the way you feel, why do you have to say yeah. that? Just... 
Don't read the forum. Well, you, you know, know, don't if you don't like it, then why are you participating? And the only reason I can think is that they love to hate. Well, that guy's clearly an idiot. I mean, there can be social commentary in a, in, in a Harry Potter book. Mm-hmm. I mean, there can be social commentary in a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. You know, it, you know, everything. I, I, I guess my, my, my thing is when you hate something so much, why are you going out to when people love it, going and telling them that they're dumb for liking it? Again, I, I believe that goes back to your limbic system. That's that's your that's your desire to to anonymously fight people who have the temerity to believe something different than you do. I mean, that's that's the reason that Fox News gets such great ratings, because because people get to hate things when they when they watch Fox News. You know, I get to hate the lamestream media. I get to hate those Democrats who are ruining America. I get to hate President Obama, who's actually a Kenyan communist. I get to hate this. I get to hate that. I get to hate everything Glenn Beck and Bill O'Reilly tell me to hate. Uh, you know, I just... You know, hate and anger is is such an is such a powerful thing. It almost took Luke Skywalker down with him. Luke Skywalker <laughs> had to fight real hard, and really, until he was able, until his dad, you know, finally took pity on him. Luke Luke Skywalker was going to succumb to the dark side of the Force. You know, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't going to win that battle against Darth Vader and the Emperor by himself. He knew going in that he had to change Darth Vader's mind and turn him back towards the light side to win the battle. He knew that going in. He went in anyway, and he almost lost because Darth Vader almost didn't do it. Vader is so much like Hitler. Ooh, this episode is <laughs> over! <laughs> I was wondering, hey, well, thanks for tuning in to episode 260, whatever this is. For those and, of uh, you who listen to this show or any of the other HHWLOD network shows, uh, we have... A podcast forum. We have a forum, a message board for all these podcasts. It's forum for geeks. F o r u m f o r geeks dot com, and uh, we've got message boards for all of our shows except Podcatraz. John and I haven't started one for Podcatraz because oh. we mainly, you know, what here's another here's okay here's another part of this whole discussion. John and I had this discussion. I said, should we start a message board for Podcatraz? And he said, you know. I'm starting to wonder if Twitter and Facebook are starting to replace message boards. You know, because you can you can communicate with <coughs> us yeah. by going to our forum or you can at half hour at hey baby at half hour <laughs> wasted us on Twitter and tell us the same thing. You came this close to speaking French there, by the I way. I did. So, you know, you know that's, I, a, that's a valid point. I'm wondering. It is a valid point. I, I would tend to disagree with the thought okay. that the forum can be replaced because the forum is a very simple way to aggregate all these similar thoughts, okay? You know, all the thoughts about episode four of Podcatraz are very easily put into this one location where people can very easily get to it and say, I want to talk about what you talked about in episode four of Podcatraz you know, as opposed to having to sift through right. countless pages, you know, countless scroll downs on, on the Twitter, you know. On the, well, on the, that's a good point. Or, and I really hadn't thought of it that and, way. And, you know, Facebook, Facebook is certainly closer uh, to a forum, but, but still, I mean. You've got just, threads in, in forums. Yeah. You've got threads somewhat in Facebook. Mm-hmm. You don't really have threads. I in, mean, you can have conversations yeah, yeah. clearly on Twitter. You know, I mean, you know we, we all get that. Um, but it's it takes a little bit more work sure. to have a conversation about one single subject on Twitter just because oftentimes you have to literally, you know, you have to literally, you know, hit that reply or whatever and then go hit the conversation button. Plus you're limited button, to, whatever. to how much you can say on True, Twitter. 140 characters certainly limits you. And you can't have a funny little animated GIF and, uh, you know, you can't uh, put little smiley faces in your banner, at, you know, at the bottom of the, you know, reply and all that. I, I think that um, now, if there's just if there's not a market, and, and I realize that this hasn't been monetized, so market is kind of a misnomer. But you know, if if it's true that there's no market, you know, if people just aren't up in arms enough to you know populate this forum with comments, then you know that's one thing. But I do think that that it's a good place to be, and you know, my personal opinion would be that yes, I think the forums are a good thing, and you know. Um, 
I don't know how much, you know, because I'm a jerk who's never even considered helping out with the forum stuff. I'm sorry about that. But, um, yeah, I don't know how much time and or effort it requires to, uh, you know, come up with the new forum posting and, and this and that and to, to do any kind of moderation that needs to be done. But, um, you know, be, mainly because I don't have to do any effort, I would think that, yeah, it's a darn good idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make an effort to get back on the forum and post a thread for each of our episodes to, you know, participate in conversations. I mean, it can only help me and my, uh, uh, my thought, my, my cognitive thinking process yeah. to, to engage in discourse. Well, and I will about things and I will, uh, obviously I can polish it, keep up on my typing skills to help, um, help you out or whatever uh i will at least uh make uh the commitment uh to participate in these forums as well one thing i need to do is i, I found um uh since i got my new piece of hardware my my droid x2 which i know it's a year old but hey dual core baby um i need to reload my tap talk um app you know i forget that, that i've got made it easy i forget that i've got that tap talk yeah app on my phone <laughs> the tap talk is just a a, a a mobile way a mobile yeah. app so you can get on forums very easily it, it as does. opposed it, to going to the website yeah it does uh, you can certainly go through your phone and you can go to the actual web page itself and you can do it kind of the hard way there but tap talk but it does cost there's like, an app for that yeah it does cost like three bucks the tap top app i think i got it for nine, 99 cents oh you animal i think i did pay 2.99 for it or whatever yeah, it, it makes was. it so easy and i forget and about I it. i don't usually do that um frank what has he got over there are those knives no not knives it's the uh it's the other no, uh, swords Oh, okay. <laughs> it's much better. Totally different. Yes. Shurikens, it's no problem. Hey, um, I, I am here on um, Ain't It Cool. Let, you, let me kind of read some of these. These are funny. So excellent. this is concerning the, uh, the new uh, Tim Burton movie, Dark Shadows. Okay. So just announcement about it. Here's just some of the things that are So what's, what's the article? Can you uh, just that there's the, thumb that, shell it? That, uh, thumb Tim shell Burton it. is making a movie version of the TV show. Dark I just said, Shadows. can you thumb shell that? <laughs> what the heck? Uh, someone wrote. I'm hoping this is good. Another person said, looks interesting. Then another person after that says, Tim Burton is dead to me. <laughs> after that, Tim Burton hasn't been relevant for years. I'm angry. This person says, this, ellipses. Um, this person says, I blanking hate Tim Burton. At least this is no blanking as blank CGI. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand who this is supposed to appeal to. Uh, this looks just as bad as John Carter, um, <laughs> wow. and it's gone. Are you reading um, these in order, or are you skipping around? Are you cherry-picking? I'm cherry-picking. Okay. <laughs> Depp plus Burton equals blank. Uh, yeah, really? Warner Brothers execs <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Um, I tend to be an optimistic person with movies, but dot, dot, dot. That must be a thing. Wrong. The dot, dot, dot. Well, yeah. I think what you're doing is reading the subject of their mm-hmm. comments because if you click on those, it'll take you. Oh, there we go. Okay. You can drill down into the actual comments. There we so. go. Yeah. But yeah, it's Thank so you. it's so much easier to be negative, you know, and that's a shame. I think that's a shame. You yeah. Know? And I I realized that yeah I participated in that, but you know I haven't made any videos like that since that first one I made. Well, again, I think there's a huge difference between just going, you know, this is gonna blow, and you know why they even make this versus. Um, dude, I've been reading Spider-Man for okay. 25 years and you just changed his whole, I mean, you just wiped out 20 years of his existence and this is a protest. Uh, this is my version of the Boston tea party, basically, right? <laughs> you know? cause that's what you were doing. You know, there's a difference between a protest and just simply going, this sucks, you know, because that doesn't take any creativity. I mean, you actually had to rip up a comic that cost you $3 or 250 or whatever to buy. Yeah. So there was that one guy who also, um, and he did it on camera where yeah. he he wiped his butt with it. Right. He was sitting <laughs> on oh, the no. toilet. He pulled out. He pulled out. A, <laughs> he ripped a page out of that same issue that I tore Dang up. Dang it! And he wiped his rear end. <laughs> I mean, right there on yeah. camera. That's how they used to do it uh, back before toilet paper, right? Mm-hmm. It's how like cowboys did it and stuff. That brings me. Uh, that brings up the next subject in the show. 
How did people wipe before toilet paper? Leaves. <laughs> I'm totally serious about that. They would scoot. Like well, dogs. Leaves. You know when dogs. But you know what? There's, they did a little scoot. There's like, there's like times during the winter mm-hmm. when the leaves are not green and mm-hmm. supple, when they are brown and crumbly. I'm and sure they had you, rags that they would wash in the river when they're done using. Oh, they wow. probably grabbed a, a handful that, of snow. Was that the and handkerchief you keep in your breast pocket? Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was just gunked up with when snot. I, or they I, they just went into the stream. And goes, I'll be back. And just kind of. <laughs> when I get a hold of a time machine, yeah, I'm going to go back before there was toilet paper. Yeah, we need to actually. You know what? I'm going to say what a, by, what a by, terrible waste of papyrus. Did anyone happen to see when Family Guy last w- night? Was last night? I think it was last night. Toilet. It wasn't paper the. Uh, it was invented. Uh, because there was an episode where mm. where Peter and was it and, the Fat and, Camp episode? I th- was, uh, the, was it the, I, oh, the hey. murder at the. Uh, at <laughs> Here's an article that says, <laughs> "What did people use before toilet paper was invented?" Okay. <laughs> Is this a joke article uh, or are we going to get corn some real answers? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Kind of makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. The shape. Throw right. that away. Yeah, we're, you're going to need that. Paper from discarded books or newspapers was often preferred to either of the foregoing. Oh, uh, corn cob, corn okay, cob. Okay, guys. Or, uh, I'm so sorry, but paper? as but as an an assignment, we all need to yeah. try it with a corn cob. Hey, by the way, before our next recording. before the next show, we'll all uh, report back. By the way, um, my guess is that using today's <laughs> using today's high quality glossy paper, mm-hmm. um, high quality glossy uh, comic book paper would probably be a real drag in the bathroom. That's My guess why, is that maybe that's why newsprint stuck around for so yes. long because newsprint is far more absorbent mm-hmm. and and soft. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Official quote unquote toilet paper, that is, paper which was produced specifically for the purpose, mm-hmm. dates back to at least the 14th century. Fascinating. China. Interesting. Those Chinese leave it to the Chinese. China, so in 1391, everything. is when the Bureau of Imperial Supplies began producing 720,000 sheets of two foot by three feet sheets of toilet paper a year for use by emperors. I yeah. am tired so of my stinky bum. A two foot invent something. A two foot by three foot sheet. Yeah, the royal sheet. So it took a while for them to say, you know what? Four inches wide is probably about right. That's marketing, Joseph, baby. I would love to have a two by three piece of material. Joseph, what do you see? Like zigzag it across your rump or something? You I mean, got room? Come on, baby. It's all real estate. Joseph, or maybe these were all sumo wrestlers. <laughs> maybe they needed a two foot wide sheet of paper. Joseph C. Gaiety of New York started producing the first packaged <laughs> toilet paper in the U.S. in 1857. Uh. It consisted of pre-moistened flat sheets medicated with aloe and was named Gaiety's Medicated Paper. Gaiety's name was printed on every sheet. Rolled and perforated toilet paper, Mm -hmm. as we're familiar with today, was invented around 1880. Wow. Faced with the consumer's resistance toward the quote-unquote unmentionable product, (laughs) Scott came up with the idea of customizing rolls for every merchant customer they had. Under this private label arrangement, Scott produced large jumbo rolls of paper from various paper mills and converted them into packages of small rolls and stacked sheets. Interesting. Scott Company was too embarrassed to put their name on their product as the concept of toilet paper was a sensitive subject. But they'll put your name on the product. At a time, so they customize it for their (laughs) customers. Hence... The Waldorf Hotel became a big name in toilet paper. Really? So, the concept I, wait, of I, wiping I, your rear with paper has been around at least since yeah, the 14th about century. 600 years now. No, no wait. I, I didn't get the connection between the hotel and toilet oh, paper. It just says um, the Scott Company was too embarrassed to put their name on the product as the concept of toilet paper was a sensitive subject at the time, so they customized it for their customers. Instead of putting their name on it, um, they would put the name of the customers on it. So the Wal- the Waldorf okay. Hotel okay. became a big name in toilet paper. <laughs> oh, look at this. <laughs> it trips in, me out. In 1935, Northern Tissue mm-hmm. advertised Splinter Free. 
Toilet paper. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> yes, you read that right. Wow. Early paper production techniques sometimes left splinters <laughs> embedded in the paper. And this is before penicillin. I mean, if you got an infection down there, it's not a clean place to begin with. So you, you got a choice. You can't knock it out with some do amoxicillin. Do I wipe or do I want to get do I an infection? Live for the next 60 years? Mm. In 1942, St. Andrew's Paper Mill in Great Britain introduced <laughs> two-ply toilet paper. Oh, see, that was for a revolution. For the most of the rest of the 20th century, both quote-unquote hard and quote-unquote soft mm-hmm. paper was common. Okay. Hard was cheaper and was shiny mm. on one side. Wow. Sometimes it had messages like government property okay. or now wash your hands, please, <laughs> Yes. written on each sheet near the perforation. Formulated to handle government cheese. Eventually, soft paper won out as the price differential between the two papers vanished. Nice. It's like Moore's Law, only for toilet paper. Check this out. Technology. And leave it to Johnny Carson, so, okay, one of it. America's most loved comedians, to cause toilet paper hysteria and a toilet paper shortage in the U.S. in December 1973 after one of Carson's jokes scared consumers into stockpiling supplies. Oh, no. <laughs> His writers had heard earlier in the day about a Wisconsin congressman, congressman named Harold Froelich who claimed that the federal government was falling behind in getting bids to supply toilet paper and that, quote, the United States may face, may face a serious <laughs> shortage of toilet <laughs> tissue within a few months. Uh, his writers decided to include a joke based on this quote in Carson's monologue. He said, you know what's disappearing from the supermarket shelves? Toilet paper. There's an acute shortage of toilet paper in the United States. So, anyway, that's interesting. It was like wow. uh, the Orson Welles of the How 70s. How did we get from comments and message boards to toilet paper that quickly? It was my fault. I don't know. I don't remember. It'll be interesting to hear yeah. what happened. I'll take the stink on this one. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, funny. Well, All right. You want to wrap her up? Yeah. I think that's a good place. Yeah. Because this is a pretty crappy episode. Anyway. We had some fun with it. Yeah, we'll have to go back and change the liner now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. Yeah. I mean, we started off we started off being negative, and now we ended up with... Because this really was kind of a two-ply episode, <laughs> wasn't it? Right? Uh, no. We never got around to uh, talking about the DC Nation block, either. We well, do we'll awesome. save that. That'll give us a chance to watch yeah. some of it. Maybe we can talk about it next yeah. time. It's not... You know, it doesn't take a large commitment. Just record uh, Green Lantern and... Uh, uh, Young Justice. Uh, Young Justice. What, and what day does it come on? It's... Saturday mornings, I think. In, in the age of DVRs, yeah, I know Network. when nothing comes on. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it is. It's like, I don't know. Was it uh, Tuesday primetime or is it Saturday mornings? I, I don't know which. All right. What's but, it called? Um, DC Nation? It's just called the DC Nation block. But I, I don't I don't know that your DVR is going to find uh, the DC Nation block. I think you just have to record uh, Green Lantern and Young Justice come on back to back. And there will be a short or two in between them. And honestly, I think they to this point they've been running um, – Clone Wars episodes before Green Lantern, so I don't think there's DC Nation stuff before the Green Lantern thing starts. I don't know if there's something after Young Justice or not. So if you record those two shows, you'll get some of the DC Nation stuff. And I still haven't seen all of the shorts. I still haven't seen um, the Batman done by Aardman. I still haven't seen the Supergirl um, done by the people who did My Little Pony. Um, but I have seen uh, Teen Titans, and it was funny. Um, Brad, if you, want, if you want to play the, the out music, I, I just wanted to say Clone yes. Wars. Darth Maul's coming back. Yeah, he's he, uh, part one. He already came back. Part two, we will. He's gonna free fight Ben Kenobi. I just, mm. It blows me away that I haven't figured out how to get Sage into the Clone Wars yet, and because he knows Star, he finally in the last six months or so, he, he finally realized that all Star Wars is not Star Wars the Clone Wars. Because up until that, it was it was Daddy. What about Star Wars the Clone Wars? Well, this is actually The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, these concepts are strange to a four year and four month old, but now he's five, so it's totally different. Thank you for listening to A Half Hour Wasted, a proud member of the HHW Podcast Network. Visit our website at halfhourwasted.com and be sure to check out our forum, forumsforgeeks.com. Send your comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. You can also follow us at Twitter at Half Hour Wasted. Be sure to check out all the great shows at HHW LO, uh, on the HHW LOD Network. And till next time... Yeah, I'm Bill. I'm Brad. And I'm Frank. And we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Hey, you people are dorks.